It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell, P-R-E-L-L, Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, a shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Riley's 17th wedding anniversary is due in a few days, and Riley is reacting in typical fashion. That is, he's completely forgotten about it. But that isn't the case with his children, Babs and Junior. But we've only got $25 in the bank. Will that be enough? We can just make it, Junior. The restaurant's charging $1.50 a plate, and there'll be 10 people, including Mother and Dad. That makes $15. That leaves $10 for a gift and extras. What extras? Well, I was thinking maybe a special cake with happy anniversary on it. Oh, Babs, maybe we ought to tell Mom and Pop. And spoil the surprise? Junior, don't be a goon. I know, but remember last year when the lodge threw Pop that surprise birthday party? When Pop came in and saw the table and everything, he got so excited, he kissed the cake and went after Mom with a knife. Well, so what? Daddy's very sentimental. Oh, Peg, the Lord Monster is home. Oh, there's Daddy. Now, listen, don't you dare even hint that Okay, okay. Oh, and here, hide the bank book. If he sees it, he'll... Well, hello, Offsprings. Where's your... Hey, what's that you got there, Junior? Oh, it, it's nothing, Pop. It, it's, it's, it's a bank book. Now, that's fine. That's the kind of book to read. <laughs> Junior and I pooled our savings, and we opened a joint account. Really? Oh, that's wonderful. There's nothing like saving. Do you realize what happens if you put $5 in the bank and let it stay there at confounded interest? <laughs> After 80 years, you'll have enough dough to live on for the rest of your life. Oh, <laughs> Dear, oh. I didn't know you were home. Peg, what do you know? Junior and Bad's got money in the bank. They have? Yeah. Well, hands off, Mr. Riley. Peg, I'm hurt. I'm deeply hurt. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Young kids should get into the habit of being thrifty. You think I'm interested in the measly five dollars they've got saved up? We've got twenty-five. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, on the other hand, it ain't good for kids to grow up to be misers, Peg. <laughs> Suppose we let them handle their own money, dear. Don't you think I'm right? Well, of course. You certainly don't think I want their money. Believe me, that $25 they've got in the bank is just as safe as if it was in my own pocket. Waldo Benny. Oh, hello, Waldo. I'll be with you in a minute. I just want to see if there's any mail. Oh, here we are. Letter for Bad, letter for Peg. Hey, here's one for me. Mr. Riley, you're opening your own mail? Well, sure, Waldo. Don't you open your own mail? Oh, no. My sweet wife opens my mail first. And then if she thinks I'd enjoy reading it, she burns it. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> hey, excuse me, Waldo, while I read this. Uh, Let's see. Well, that's funny. There's nothing on here. Nothing at all? There's just one sentence. November 8th is the big day. Now, who could have sent me an idiotic letter like this? 
I did. You sent it? What does it mean? I don't know. Waldo, did you get your head caught in your wife's mix master again? Mr. Riley, months ago you handed me a sealed envelope addressed to you and told me to mail it November 5th. You said it would remind you of something important. I did, huh? And you even gave me three cents to buy the stamp. Well, if I laid out three cents, then this must be important. <laughs> Let's see, November 8th is the big day. November 8th is the... Don't mean a thing. Concentrate now. What would be a big day in your life? Your mother's birthday? No, that was last month. Your wife's birthday? That's next month. Gee, this is driving me crazy. I, I, well, I better forget it, Mr. Riley. These annoying mystifications, if permitted to consume your thoughts, can put you in a straitjacket. Straitjacket? Now I know. It's my wedding anniversary. <laughs> The minute you said straitjacket, I got it. How on earth did that make you think of it? Well, when you said straitjacket, I thought of being squeezed. And the thought of being squeezed made me think of... Well, now, after all, Waldo, some things are sacred. <laughs> okay, Riley, okay. So stop talking about your anniversary already. You'd think you was the only person who was sucker enough to get married. Remember, I'm trapped, too. <laughs> oh, don't be so cynical, Gillis. You're always knocking marriage, but I bet if your wife, Honeybee, all of a sudden said you're through, you'd be worried. Oh, I'd be frantic till I got it in writing. <laughs> well, personally, I like being married. I got a swell wife, all wool, and she's a yard wide. <laughs> Okay, already. The only trouble is, now I gotta figure out some beautiful gift to buy Peg. Why don't you get her a new pool cue? You said you need a pool cue. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I... Hey, I know what she'd like. She's dying for a new fur piece. I heard her say so. I know where I can get the most beautiful piece of mink for 30 bucks. Genuine mink for 30 bucks? Oh, sure, and it's gorgeous. All black with a white stripe down the middle. <laughs> me. Yeah. That's different. The only thing is, 30 bucks to... Uh, oh, uh, say, Gillis, old pal. Save your lungs, Riley. I'm busted. All I got is five bucks to my name, and I won't get paid till next Thursday. What'll I do? Borrow the dough like you almost just did for me. Well, I don't know. It's... Hey, wait a minute. I could borrow it for my kids. Would they lend you 25? Remember, they know you. <laughs> Would they let... Are you kidding after all, they're my kids, my own blood relations. Any money they give me is just blood money. <laughs> uh, uh, Junior, uh, uh, look, son, I, I, I've always been a good father to you, ain't I? Why, sure, Pop, you're tough. Uh, you love me, don't you? How hmm? you know I do. And you'd do anything for me, wouldn't you, my darling son? Huh? Why, sure, anything. Oh, but I can't lend you the $25. That's fine, son. I... Junior, you might have the decency to wait until I ask you. Okay, if that's the way you feel, the subject is closed. Why won't you lend it to me? Well, gee, I I'd like to, but well, that's our savings. But it's only a loan for a little while. Well, but we need it. What do you need it for? Well, something. Something. I ask a simple question, I get an idiotic answer. What do you need it for? Something. 
Look, Junior, you won't risk anything. I'm good for it. Why, I could walk into the Bank of America and get a loan just like that. Well, then why don't you? Well, being you're my son, I'd rather give you the business. <laughs> well, you see, Pop, well, the money's not all mine. It's Babs, too. Well, I didn't want to go to Babs. You know I love Babs, but you're my favorite because you're a boy. I'll tell you a secret. When Babs was born and the doctor said, Riley, you're the father of a little girl, I was so disappointed I wanted a refund. <laughs> oh, are you kid. Well, little, but you're my favorite. After all, we're a lot alike. You even look like me. <laughs> so we got to protect each other. <laughs> now, will you lend me the money, Junior? Well, I just can't, Pop. I told you, it's not all mine. But I'm desperate, son. Well... Well, if Bab says okay, it's okay with me, too. Ah, oh, that's more like it. Now, you wait right here. I'll go and con Bab. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean I'll, I'll talk to her. I'll, I'll be right back. Oh, Babs, honey. Hi, Daddy. Look, Babs, I want to ask you a confidential question. Who's your favorite father? Well, I've only got one father, so there isn't much choice. <laughs> Thank you, honey, for the compliment. Now... Now, listen, Babs, I'm sort of in a terrific spot. It's kind of an emergency. I'm so... sorry, Daddy. I can't touch that $25. Well, how did you guess? How do you like that? I got two kids, and they're both psychopathic. <laughs> Look, Babs, you've got to help but me. But it's I... not my money. It's Junior's, too. Well, I and... don't want to go to Junior. I love Junior, but you're my favorite. <laughs> Honest, I'll let you in on a little secret. When your mother and me got married, she wanted a boy, but I ordered her to have a girl. <laughs> Go on, Dad. No, no kidding. And when the doctor showed you to me in the hospital, I was so grateful, I paid him right on the spot. <laughs> but I still owe for Junior. <laughs> so it's all set, huh? Well, it isn't up to me. I told you, Junior. Well, if it's okay with Junior, is it okay with you? Yeah. That's all I want to hear. Junior! Junior, come in here, quick. Call me, Now, listen, Junior. You said if Bab says yes, you'll say yes, didn't you? Yes. Uh -huh. And Bab said, you said if Junior says yes, you'd say yes, didn't you? Yes. Well, now we're getting somewhere. Well, children, I need $25. No. no. <laughs> Let's try it again. <laughs> Babs, Junior, what are you saying? You've got to help me out. Please. Please. I'm begging you. We just can't, Daddy. Honest, we can't. Okay. I won't say any more. I ain't the type that begs. Keep your money. Daddy, we give it to you, Well, but... sure, Pop, only we can't. There's a reason. I don't want to listen to reason. From now on, we're through. You hear? Through. I'll feed you, I'll clothe you, I'll send you to college. I'll pay for your wedding. But after that, you're on your own. We'll hear the second act of the life of Riley in a moment. See, Ken... Everyone's boosting new Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Well, naturally, Prell's a favorite for two reasons. First, Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Examinations by a group of doctors proved it. Second, Prell leaves hair more radiant than any soap or soap shampoo because Prell can't leave a dulling soap film. Yes, Prell awakens the youthful highlights of your hair. Leaves hair radiantly lovely, radiantly soft and clean. And that handy Prell tube's a favorite, too. No slippery bottles, no waste, no spill. Yes, Prell's so easy to use. For hair free of unsightly dandruff, hair sparkling with radiance, 
get Prell. You'll sing about P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in a tube, handy too. P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. Buy Prell. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Oh, children, breakfast is ready. Okay, Mother. Now, remember, Junior, don't say a word about Daddy trying to borrow our money. Okay, you think I'm a kid or something? Good morning, Mother. Good morning, Mom. Where's Pop? Well, he'll be right in. Children, have you... Have you noticed a change in your father lately? A change, Mother? Well, yes, it started last night. He's been acting very... Well, unhappy. Why, no, Mother, I haven't noticed. Have you, Junior? Well, no. Well, pass the toast, please. Oh, well, it's probably my imagination. Maybe things down Where's at the, the plant... paper? Oh, well, here, dear. <laughs> Good morning, Daddy. Good morning, Pop. Good morning, Peg. Why, Riley, Babs and Junior are here, too. You act as if they were strangers or something. Who, me? Well, what gave you that idea? Peg, tell that boy at the end of the table to pass the bread. Well, here you are, Pop. Thanks, Peg. Why, Riley, what's gotten this into you? This is toast. You know I hate toast. It gives me indigestion. Well, don't get excited. You don't have to eat it. There's some nice hot biscuits right under your nose. Oh, well, why don't you put them where I can see them? <laughs> Oh, this is delicious. Boy, nobody can make biscuits like you, Dumplin'. Babs made them this time. Pass the toast. Riley, what's going on here? Now, what's happened between you and the children? I'll tell you what's happened. Those kids of yours are, are selfish. They, they just don't care about their father. How can you say that? Why, Babs and Junior are very close to you. I'll say they're close. I asked him to lend me $25. You? What? I needed that money real bad so I could... Uh, uh, forget it. Now, wait a minute. What do you need $25 for? Uh, for, uh... I, I'm sorry, I don't discuss my private affairs in front of strangers. <laughs> oh, so that's it. You wouldn't lend him that money. It's not that we didn't want to, Mother. We just couldn't. It was too late to call off the party. Junior! I mean, I... Hmm? I... Party? What party? Oh, Junior, you dope. You gave it all away. Gave what away? Oh, we might as well tell you now, Mother. We're giving an anniversary dinner for you and Daddy and some of your friends at Luigi's Grotto. Oh, a dinner for us? Oh, children, why, that, that's wonderful. We wanted it to be a surprise, and now it's all spoiled. Oh, no, it isn't, dear. You can still surprise your father. Well, I don't know how he'll go for the idea now. You heard what he just said. He, he called us strangers. Oh, you know your father. He don't mean it. By now, he's probably forgotten all about it. And there's another thing. What? <laughs> really? If they act like strangers with their money, they're going to be treated like strangers. From now on, they're paying rent around here. <laughs> a nickel a week. <laughs> they can keep their money. I don't have to go to them. I got friends plenty. 
There must be at least 50 good pals in this here address book. I'll get some dough if I have to go through this book from A to Z. Hello, hello, Ambrose. This is your old pal, Riley. No, nothing special. Just called up to see how you and your sweet family were doing. Well, what do you mean, how come all of a sudden I'm so friendly? We're pals from way back, ain't we? 20 years through thick and thin, and they don't come any thicker than we are. <laughs> yes, sir, pal. Uh, by the way, Amby, could you loan me 25 bucks for a couple of days? I... Yeah, well, the same to you. <laughs> Hello, Beasley. This is Riley calling. Hiya, busy old pal. Listen, chum, how you fix for cash? You glad I asked? You mean you... Can I lend you ten bucks? <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. I think you have the wrong number. Hello, Zabisco. Cla Clarence Zabisco. Listen, this is Riley. Yeah, that's right, Chester Riley. Yeah, you bowled with me last night. Riley, yeah. Uh, look, Zibby, you've got to help me out. Could you loan me 20... Uh, what? Zabisco is dead? Oh, well, in that case, I won't disturb him. <laughs> oh, gee, the poor guy. And last night, he was so... Hey, wait a minute. That's no use, Waldo. I tried every guy I knew. And they all turned you down? Yeah, one of them even said he was dead. Some anniversary this is going to be. No gift for Peg. But, Mr. Riley, you have a dollar, haven't you? Oh, what good is a dollar? Go down to the delicatessen, get some refreshments, and throw a little party. Just for the two of you. But that's no gift. Peg deserves a better it's gift. It's not the gift. It's the thought behind it. The important thing is you remembered. Waldo. Waldo, that's a great idea. I'll get some delicatessen stuff, and, I, and I'll make a fire. And I'll put a table in front of the fire with our best lace tablecloth. And the company's silver. And I'll make the room dark and light the candles. Oh, it'll be so romantic. Just the two of us eating liverwurst by candlelight. Well, there, the table's all set, Waldo. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Do you like the way I spelled out happy anniversary with the pickles? Very unusual. If I were a woman, I know it would send me. Gee, I wish Peg would come home. She should be here by now. Gee, I'm, I'm as nervous as a bride. Well, I guess I'll run along now. Yeah, I, I'd ask you to stay for dinner, Waldo, but, well, you know, this is a special occasion. Well, I understand. Well, a happy anniversary. Goodbye. Yeah, so long, Waldo. Oh, 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 Mr. Riley. Yeah? There's a note for you here on the hall table. A note? Now, here you are. Oh, I didn't see it when I came in. Oh, it's from Peg. Let's see. Don't feel like cooking tonight. We'll be at the grotto with children at 7 o'clock. Join us there. Sure. Waldo, she forgot. She forgot our anniversary. Oh, dear. Oh, my mother warned me there'd be times like this. It's an awful blow, Mr. Riley, but don't you think you ought to join her there? No. No, this is my anniversary, and I'll celebrate it myself. Would you? Like me to stay here with you? No, no thanks, Waldo. I'm very fond of you, but you can never take the place of Peg. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll run along. Goodbye. Bye.
Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. I'll show her. I can celebrate myself. I don't need her to be happy. I'm going to have a great time. I'll turn on the radio. Sure, I'm, I'm going to have fun. Oh, how we danced on the night we were wet. We vowed our true love, though a word wasn't said. Oh, Peg, I'm so miserable. I couldn't be any lower than I am this minute. Would you care to bet? Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, it's you, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. The door was ajar, so I walked in. Well, what are you doing around here, Digger? Well, I've just come from a meeting of the U-E-P-B-T-T-S-M. U-E-B-P-T-T-S-M? Yes, the Undertakers, Embalmers, and Paul Bearers. Back to the soil movement. <laughs> Once a week, we gather in a vacant lot, and we plant things. <laughs> but tell me, Riley, why the festive board? It's my anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Let's drink to the occasion. Well, all I got is that soda pot there. Ah, my favorite brand, Seven Down. <laughs> Here, a glass for you, and one for me. Thanks, Digger. Wait, a toast. Oh. Here's to you, my dearest friend, and to all the years you knew me. For every year that passes by brings you that much closer to me. <laughs> but tell me, Riley, where is your dear devoted spouse? I'd like to offer my felicitation. She ain't even here. That's how much she cares about our marriage. Oh, once my wife forgot our anniversary. I was so shocked that I did my work in a complete daze. I didn't know who was coming or going. Well, this anniversary sure is different from last year. I took her to the paradise roof. Oh, it was beautiful. The lights were low. There were flowers everywhere. Up above, you could see the stars twinkling in the sky. And the orchestra was playing so sweet. Da -da 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 -dee, da -da. Da -da -da -dee. Shall we dance? <laughs> What? Oh, excuse me. For once, I got carried away. <laughs> Riley, don't sit here and brood. Go to your wife. Tell her how she's hurt you. You're right, Digger. I'll do it. She'll respect me for it. And she'll be ashamed when she sees all the trouble I went to with the table. Yes, I like the way you laid it out. <laughs> Oops, that reminds me. I have an appointment. Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Dear, 
I can't understand it. Where can your father be? Mother, everybody's sitting at the table already. They're stars. Well, look, dear, you go back inside. I'll go outside. Oh, Riley. Oh, there you are. Daddy, we thought you'd never get here. Peg, I got something to say to you. Well, not now, dear. We're all stars. Peg, do you realize what day this is? Of course. It's our anniversary. You knew. You didn't forget, and yet you still didn't. That makes it even worse. Well, let me tell you something. Oh, Peg. Daddy, you don't understand. I understand everything. But, Pop, we have Wait this... a minute, Junior. Let your father talk. Go on, dear. You ought to be ashamed, Peg, ignoring our anniversary after all these years. I don't expect our two kids to care about it, but you, my only wife. <laughs> Are you finished? How could you, after all I'd done for you? In the Depression, when we were starving, you wanted to pawn your wedding ring. I wouldn't let you be humiliated. I went and pawned it for you. Well, now if you're quite finished, just take a peek inside the private dining room there. I'm going home to my liverwurst. Oh, come on. Stop Chicken. pulling me, Junior. Come on. Hey, there he is. Hey, I don't give... What are all these... Ambrose, Beeman, Zabisco, I thought you were dead. <laughs> I mean, I... Oh, Peg, I feel like such a fool. Yes, dear, I know. You did all this for me, and, and I said... Well, I were... didn't do it. The children did. Babs, Junior, you did it? You mean you really love me? Of course, Sure Dad. we do, Pop. So do I, dear. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> We'll be back in just a moment. The new shampoo sensation is Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Hear what Mrs. Frank Bateman of Media, Pennsylvania, voluntarily writes. I've never seen a shampoo like Prell. Prell leaves your hair so clean, so soft, and easy to manage. I intend to tell all my friends about Prell. Yes, and you'll tell your friends about Prell. Once you see how quickly Prell removes unsightly, unglamorous dandruff. Leaves hair shining with radiance. Ask for Prell. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in a tube, handy too. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. Boy, this sure is a swell party. Pardon me, sir. Who takes care of the check for the Riley pot? Here, Luigi, I'll take it. Now, wait a minute, Junior. No, no, nothing doing. Oh, but Daddy... You don't think that I'd let you two sweet kids use up all your savings to pay for my party? How much is it there, my Luigi? $25.30. $25.30. Well, uh, let me see now. That's uh, 5 10 20 25 uh, uh, Junior, I'm, I'm short a little change. Uh, let me a nickel and uh, $25. Huh? <laughs> Join us again next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix is currently appearing in the Paramount picture, Where There's Life. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Bracker. Her finery must look just so. 
She washed them all as you want with wonderful ivory snow. Ah, wonderful ivory snow. The soap that's so kind to your hands, you just know it's kind to sheer nylons and dainty lingerie. And your hands will tell you why ivory snow keeps lovely washables lovely longer. Prove it. This week, wash your dishes with ivory snow. When you see how it pampers your hands, you'll really know it's extra kind to fine fabrics. There's no other soap like it. Ivory snow is the only soap, both ivory mild and in granulated form. Make suds instantly in lukewarm, even in cool water. Your hands will tell you why ivory snow keeps pretty lingerie and other nice things lovely longer. Oh, wonderful ivory snow. S-N-O-W. This is Ken Carpenter reminding you that for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. And listen again next week when Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.